I really didn't like exercise. But for some reason, recently, from something that I had to do, now I find every chance I get to fit in an exercise somewhere in my schedule. This book might shed some light into what I'm experiencing. Exercise more is probably one of the to-do list of most people, and for a good reason. It's known to help with different physical and mental illnesses. But there's a lot of confusion too. Running is healthy, but it might damage your knees, which the book says it's not true if you do things gradually and properly. They say sleeping 8 hours is good, but we don't really get to sleep that long even if we try. So this book will look into exercise in a modern point of view and answer questions like why we don't all need 8 hours of sleep, why humans aren't naturally brawny, and if walking really helps us lose weight. Hi, I'm Day and welcome to the Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment. Today we'll be talking about exercise by Daniel E. Lieberman. Imagine our ancestors. You'd picture them running around, hunting or gathering things. Whatever the picture may be, the visual is that they're always active. Physical activity was an unavoidable part of their lives. For us, when we want food, we can go to the supermarket to buy some food or click some buttons in an app. Our ancestors had to get moving. So, What does this tell about exercise? We didn't evolve to exercise. I actually got confused with the statement. If we evolved to be super active, hunting and gathering, then what is the difference between that and doing exercise? The book explains that exercise is voluntary physical activity that is done so that we could improve our health and fitness. On the other hand, we evolved to be active when circumstances demanded like our stomachs becoming noisy when we are low on nutrients, or when we had to run away when something dangerous was chasing us. So with a few exceptions like games and dancing, we didn't really evolve to engage in unnecessary activity. And this is a survival thing, storing energy so that we could use it when we really need it. So when we don't feel like going out to exercise, or is hard to get ourselves out there to put in some physical work, it is because that is how nature designed us to conserve energy only to use it when needed. But the issue now is that it's not like before when a necessary activity would deplete our reserve energy and make it very dangerous for us. Food is now easier to come by, giving us more energy than we need, whether it's good or bad. Think of a soda. And now it's more of how to burn that off. So yes, exercise is needed, and the more we push ourselves, the more we'll get used to it and crave it more. Let's now talk about sleep. Everyone started wearing no sleep like a badge. And experts all are saying that there is a shortage of sleep in the industrialized world. So experts say that people use sleep 10 hours a night. Today on average, people sleep around 7, an hour less than the recommended 8. And a small population of the world even gets less than 5 hours of sleep. And there's no denying the fact that sleep deprivation is the cause of obesity, accidents, and it affects our performance, whether it's for our professional or personal lives. But how much sleep is really enough sleep? But one thing is for sure, we don't all need 8 hours of sleep. The idea of 8 hours of sleep has questionable origins. But the book mentions that it might have come from the 19th century when people were rallying and saying, 8 hours of work, 8 hours of rest, 8 hours of what we will. Sure, it's memorable, but there was no solid basis. It was just an equal division of 24 hours. 
And in recent years, science has improved and our understanding of sleep has been revolutionized by research. Most of it was carried out by sleep researcher Jerome Seigel and his colleagues at UCLA. They found out that hunter-gatherer, hunter-farmer groups slept not more but less than those in the industrialized world, sleeping six and a half hours on average. Even rural groups had similar results and it was perfectly normal to get less than eight hours of sleep. And they weren't deprived at all. And interestingly, those people who got seven hours of sleep tend to live longer than those who sleep either more or less. So if our sleeping patterns don't match experts' recommendation of eight hours, it's fine, as long as we are well rested. And if sleep deprivation is a problem, one of the best ways to get a good night's sleep is a bout of exercise during the day. And simple exercise such as walking will do the job. But now a new question arises. Does walking really make us lose weight? Yes and no. Walking does burn calories, but it makes us hungry. So walkers compensate by eating more, hence actually gaining more weight. But without modifications on the diet and activity, meaning eating and doing the same thing would added around 300 minutes of walking, yes, weight loss is in sight. But to be really technical about it, walking is more of an exercise to maintain rather than to lose. So lose with other means and maintain with regular walking. So in truth, it's not really a miracle pill like others say, but the role it plays in maintenance should not be overlooked. And if we're not doing any sort of exercise, walking is a great start, since we do need to stay active as we age. And the Stanford Runners study by James Fry's might be an interesting eye-opener. Fry's team tracked a group of 500 amateur runners and 400 inactive but healthy participants who were over 50s year after year. Interestingly, non-runners died at an accelerating rate compared to their active counterparts. In comparison, the inactive group were three times more likely to pass away in a given year than the runners. This is considering that the non-runners were healthy. And the runners did not just live longer, but they lived better, meaning they were able to do basic tasks like walking, dressing, and other routine activities, while the non-runners lost these capabilities twice as fast. So yes, as we age, we do need to keep active. So even if nature meant for us to keep conserving our energy and voluntary strenuous actions are not part of our evolution, we have to push to keep ourselves active because there's no threat anymore that will actually push us to do strenuous activities. So if you want to exercise more, we need to make it as fun and necessary as possible. So it's all about creating an actual necessity by creating an environment for it. If I read this book before, I wouldn't understand what this meant. But today, I completely agree with this. Here's a personal experience. Personally, I had an issue with a hobby of mine. I consumed too much air when I went scuba diving. And after doing intensive research, I found out that running and cardiovascular activities would help with my air consumption. Interestingly, this pushed me to take walking, and then running, then swimming, then cycling. Now I enjoy all of them, including my hobby. And I feel and perform way better than before. And surprisingly, it felt so weird when I didn't exercise for a long time. And my excuse before of not having time, these days I actually wake up earlier to get in a quick run, swim, or cycle in the morning. When before, I had excuses not to be active, 
now I have more excuses to squeeze in any kind of exercise within the day. Sure, exercise isn't easy because it violates our natural tendency to conserve energy. But once we keep it simple and consistent and find that reason to make it fun, we will crave for it. And I've experienced this firsthand as I mentioned in my example. Now the issue is not to overtrain and make sure that enough rest is paired with it. And we're not getting any younger, so might as well start being active. And that was a quick summary on exercise by Daniel E. Lieberman. Try carving out time to take a walk every day. Like the book mentioned, keep it simple. Exercise does not mean that there has to be a complex regimen that we have to follow. And when you get hooked on exercise, don't forget to get some rest. This is Dave, and thanks for listening to the Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment. Till the next episode, stay active and healthy.